Hello and welcome and thank you for joining me, Susie Bruff, for the next episode of our Premier Fitness Podcast Series. Now I've had some great guests on with me, but none quite so great as our very own Mr Vince Glover, who is our Head of Quality and Funding, who's going to be speaking today and helping us to uh, demystify some of the perceived challenges around the current funding being offered within our sector and to showcase what's available and more importantly to support businesses with recruitment and upskilling various workforces. Vince, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Susie, and uh, lovely to be here. Thanks for inviting me on and uh, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. Really appreciate it. Good to be here. That's okay. I've, I've, I realise I've become quite good at this now, so maybe that is an avenue that I should go down, just introducing people. <laughs> um, but more importantly, you're going to be speaking to us today about primarily three things, I believe. The first one is going to be kickstart. The second one is going to be um, retrain to retain. And the third element of funding will be around traineeship. So could you please kick, kick us off with uh, speaking about kickstart, what that means, what's, what's available and, and, and how somebody can get involved? Absolutely, Susie. Yes. So um, as you say, the, the, the timing is good, really, just to think about and to talk about all the uh, different funding streams available to businesses in our sector. Um, just before I come on to kickstart, just to just to set the scene and to set the context a bit for, for everyone out there. Um, if you've listened recently to, uh, to the Chancellor Rishi Sunak, you'll know that we had the uh, autumn statement fairly recently in which the government pledged uh, an eye-watering amount, actually, for, for the skills revolution, as they call it. That's about £3.8 billion going into next year, being pumped in uh, to skills and, and funding in particular uh, to, to fund people to retrain and upskill. And, and so in that sense, the timing is very good to start thinking about how businesses and in individuals, employers of all sizes might tap into some of that funding. So certainly a lot of money around, a lot of potential funding. And as you say, I think part of the challenge around it is, is certainly understanding what's out there. How do I get involved? How can I work, make it work for me and my business? Uh, and hopefully to make every business more productive, to get the right type of employee into the business, all of those things. So the timing is fantastic. Um, the other thing we know, of course, is that furlough has recently finished. So we know that lots of people have come off furlough, are looking for work, are looking to retrain, are looking to come into our sector. And indeed, lots of people are looking to come back into our sector. Because I think that's the other thing, Susie. Lots of people have fallen out of the sector during the pandemic. Fitness instructors, personal trainers, sports professionals. We've lost quite a lot of those individuals over time. And so the funding is also definitely aimed at getting those people retrained, upskilled back into the sector uh, to, to work for the sector, really. And so all of those things have come together. Lots of money uh, uh, within the sector coming available. That recruitment challenge, I think, for employers. And so, yeah, the timing is fantastic now to think how we get, get employers more involved in these things. That's brilliant. I mean, that... I mean, sorry, but just just to interrupt you. I mean, that's 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 really kind of exciting, and and just wanted to sort of um, just just reiterate the fact that you know we we both are very passionate about the sector that we work in, and and um, you know we absolutely want as many people as we can to either join the sector, you know, as a fresh person, or for people that have maybe, like you say, maybe dropped out for various reasons through the pandemic. We want to invite them back in because it is just an amazing sector to uh, be in. So really um, interested to, to kind of hear what you're going to say, Vince. Yeah, absolutely. So just to give some uh, some some detail around some of the options that are available, obviously lots of this is, is government 
money. So it comes from central government. Um, the first one is, as you mentioned, Susie, the, the uh, Department for Work and Pensions delivered Kickstart scheme. So Kickstart has been around now for over a year. It was actually announced in uh, 2020 by the uh, by the Chancellor. Um, there's 1.9 billion pounds worth of funding available for the for the entire scheme, uh, and that equates to about 250,000 placements. So that's individual placements, people coming into different employers and different sectors. So it's not just for health and fitness, it's across all different sectors. But you can see there quite a, quite a bit of money pumped into this particular scheme. And Kickstart is, is all about creating new positions. So it's all about trying to get people into businesses to help employers with their recruitment needs and effectively provides a, a fully funded route to employing someone for six months. So it's a six month um, uh, scheme for individuals. Those individuals can be provided and recruited via the Department for Work and Pensions. So uh, job centres, job coaches up and down the land as people are going in, particularly post furlough, looking for work, are trying to match people with this particular scheme. So as an employer, how do you tap into it? Well, you can tap into it by applying directly on gov.uk and Premier Global NESM has been approved as a, a kickstart gateway, which means that we can support businesses in our sector uh, to access the scheme, to find suitable candidates, to get people employed. Um, and so we can certainly support with the application process. What does it give you? It certainly gives you those individuals for six months fully funded. So that means a national minimum wage for a minimum of 25 hours per week. Um, it's aimed particularly at 16 to 24 year olds. So the focus is, is very much on uh, people that are looking for work at the moment. The highest volume are certainly in that age group. Um, and so it's 16 to 24s, 25 hours per week for, for six months. So it's a, quite a neat offer to get people into your business, a chance for you as an employer to then uh, shape and mould those individuals against your business needs. Uh, against your recruitment needs, obviously with a view at the end of it to hopefully employing those people. So the overall aim of the scheme is to make those individuals more employable. But I think critically also, Susie, for the employer to actually get someone at the end of the six month period who is ready and right for your business. So that's quite a critical part of it. In terms of uh, skills and training, uh, as part of the, the funding drawdown, employers can also access a £1,500 uh, grant which will then cover vocational training and any other costs. And, and again, Premier Global has been supporting employers with the delivery of uh, level two uh, gym instructing and level three personal training vocational qualifications. So actually at the end of the six months, the individual has been in the business, but is actually also fully qualified to level three, which is also quite exciting for those individuals and, and you know excellent also for the employer who then at the end of the kickstart period, as someone that's truly ready to then push on as a full-time employee. So really a, a massive range of benefits, both for the employer and both for the individuals looking to come back into the sector. So yeah, Kickstart is a flagship programme from government. It's been enforcing for some time. Uh, within our sector, we've had over 5,000 applications, which may sound like a lot, but actually if you put it in the context of, uh, as I said, 250,000 potential places overall within the scheme it's it's fairly small so we've been doing quite a bit of work recently with a call out to employers to get them involved get them applying for these kickstart placements as soon as possible 
it's really um it's 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 really odd to think that actually that that's that so few have kind of applied for it really do you think that is maybe because there is some kind of ambiguity around what it actually involves I, I think I think there is I think at, at the top I think you had it right Susie which is you know there's a lot of perceived mystery and confusion around you know what is the funding how does it work for me how do I access it again all these things work well don't they when they're communicated well they're communicated clearly the benefits are showcased to employers and I think potentially government hasn't done enough of that over time and, yeah. and so as a training provider you know we try and play our part to make sure that everyone in the sector understands what's there what's available and how they can tap into it so I, I do yeah I think you're right I think that's a big part of it understanding firstly that it's available and then how how it could work for individual businesses so that's that's definitely had an impact on the overall volume I, th I think the other thing I would say is we are still in uncertain times we have been really throughout 2021 and I think that's also potentially the other negative impact businesses thinking actually is it the right time for them and actually is it too complicated for them and I think that's also a challenge but actually with something like kickstart when you start to break it down and make it you know simplified and easy easier to understand actually when you look at the building blocks of it you can then start to see how it can really work for your business and actually the application process is is relatively straightforward compared to a lot of the schemes that a lot of us have seen over the last 20 years so you, you know once you get into it it is fairly easy to navigate but again we can support employers with that as well absolutely and i guess the really important thing is that you did touch on is that you know if you have somebody come in at say 16 17 or whatever age you can almost mold that person into kind of what you want them to be so at the end of the six months you've got a person that's qualified and ready to deliver you know an awesome customer experience yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. And so, all of all of the bits of funding that have come on stream recently are all focused on employers being in control of that funding, and yeah. and I think that's the right thing. So it's not ourselves as a training provider that dictates what the what the skills program should look like. It is very much employers out there that can start to say, well, actually, for my business, this is what I need. I need X, Y, and Z. And can yeah. we overlay the funding against it? And so, yeah, that flexibility is important to allow the businesses, as you say, to develop these individuals, to make sure they understand the vision, the ethos, the culture within each of those individual businesses. Because I think I think that's the other thing, Susie, that we know in this sector and every sector, you know, all employers come to this from a slightly different angle in terms of their recruitment needs and what's right for their business. So, yeah, it is absolutely a fantastic opportunity to get a young person into your business and to shape them in a way that develops them, but also makes your business grow at the same time. Excellent. Thank you for that. That's really, really interesting. Thank you. So moving on. So um, the next um, element of funding that we wanted to speak about was the retrain to retain. Absolutely, yes. So just thinking about the, the retrain scheme and employers listening to this, so, some may already have accessed some of this funding. So it's delivered by uh, SIMSPA, who are the professional body within our sector. The funding is actually provide by, provided by Sport England. So quite a significant amount of money that came on stream again in 2020 and, and through this year. The first phase of this uh, retrain scheme actually has taken place and is, and is actually still in progress. And uh, Premier Global actually supported lots of level two and level three training with SimSpa and a whole range of employers earlier in the year. And so the focus of this one, as the, the title would suggest, is about retaining staff 
how do I keep good quality people once I've got them into my business? And so this Sport England and Simspa funding is is absolutely focused on that on that thing, which is can I give my existing employees the skills that they need, the additional skills and, and knowledge that they need to to stay with me, to progress, to make sure the business runs as it needs to. So quite a significant amount of money. This isn't government funded, so this is slightly different. It's, as I say, Sport England uh, delivered funding focused on getting individuals and employers the skills that they need to make sure, as I say, they can effectively run their business, which let's face it, during the pandemic has been pretty critical with lockdowns and then reopenings and everything else that's happened this year. Obviously, that's that's quite key to make sure that, you know, the people that, that you are keeping and post-furlough have all the skills that they need moving forward. So, yeah, big focus on that. The, the scheme has already opened in its second phase for individuals, so for self-employed individuals to, to directly apply to SimSpa. So that started in the autumn. And then we are very close to uh, SimSpar opening up the uh, employer application portal. And so employers will be able to apply directly for funding very shortly and into the first half of next year. And again, Premier Global NESM uh, is an approved provider with SimSpar. As I say, we delivered in the first phase of this scheme. And again, we're working closely with employers to get, to get more involved, to get more of them involved, all employers of different shapes and sizes. And then also to deliver, as I mentioned, the level two gym and the level three PT and a whole range of NESM CPD, which is also available through the scheme, all fully funded. So, again, it's a fully funded offer to hopefully support businesses with the skills that they need. And how much is that um, fully funded offer? And so in terms of the level two, level three, we, we've got some very um, uh, com competitive uh, rates out there uh, available for this scheme. So for level three, we're delivering that at 999, as I say, fully funded. <clears throat> and so effectively, the employer won't, won't pay anything for that. That's all delivered via the scheme. Uh, and so obviously time still being quite hard. Employers thinking about how they might fund some of these things. As I say, yep. it is all covered both at level two and level three. Excellent. Ex thank, thank you very much for that. Um, very, very interesting. And you say that they, they're in the second phase right now and very shortly the employer portal will be opened. Yeah, that, that's right. And so SimSpot at the minute are, are doing quite a lot of very detailed work, work around a, a training needs analysis. And so they're, yeah. they're getting a lot of information back from the sector around the types of skills and training that people might be looking for, particularly post-furlough, post-pandemic, as yeah. people reopen, find a, hopefully a new normal, what, what are those things that are going to be in high demand? They're starting to put all of that together. And so actually when the employer uh, application portal opens, there'll then be a whole range of uh, uh, a training offer, a skills offer, a menu really of options for people to choose from, which will be quite good. Um, and as I say, that, that will include the core level two and level three. But I think also importantly, it will include a whole range of CPD, including, Susie, things like um, mental health awareness, which, again, yeah. we know physical health is important. But again, you know, mental health just as important. Nutrition, again, you know, thinking about the pandemic and the health recovery of the nation, things like that to get people additional skills. There's going to be a big focus within the SimSpa scheme around some of those skills and bits of knowledge as well. 
Okay, so will this be much more around than you would as an employer, you would put in your requirements for training and then it would be decided whether or not that would be granted. So there's no kind of set amount that's being offered from Simsworth through Sport England. It really depends on what your training needs are. In, in, indeed so. So the, the focus of the, the scheme really is to make sure it is truly demand-led. So rather, again, assuming what the sector needs and wants, it's actually asking yeah. the sector, which is much the better way of doing it. And so absolutely, yeah. all the things that will be available will be the things that employers themselves, individuals themselves have said, well, these are the things we need to run yeah. our businesses, to find good people, to retain good people effectively. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it, it will be a, a very robust and solid offer matched against the needs of the sector hopefully which will be good okay and do we know um how long that will be around for vince uh we, we do it's likely to be delivered mainly in the first half of 2022 there are okay. some targets and volumes there are five thousand place additional places in the second phase of the scheme uh, for employers to get involved with so quite a significant volume but again again susie one thing we do know is the that the need for as we said, getting people back into the sector, retaining people is, is quite high. And so I would suggest that quite a bit of the funding will be used up quite quickly across the sector. Um, and so it's, it's, it's that thing of if you're an employer looking to retain staff, to upskill staff, to get involved in this, better to get involved in it early on because the money is likely to get used up quite quickly. And, and actually, yeah. we, we saw that in the first phase. We were working with employers fairly recently quite keen to get involved in phase one and actually all the money had been used up and and rightly so for, for you know for a good purpose for supporting a high number of uh, employers but actually the ones that got in early obviously access the funding nice and early and I think that's that's the way to go really so if employers are keen to get involved in it make contact with Simspar, make contact with us there, there is some eligibility around it Susie which I, I do need to mention so to access it, you do need to be a uh, SimSpar approved uh, um, employer or you need to be part of the UK Active uh, Employer Network or indeed part of the Community Leisure UK uh, Network. So if you're one of those three or, or indeed all of them, you may well be, um, then you can access the funding. So, yeah, apart from that eligibility, it's open to employers across the sector. Okay, cool. Very, very interesting. Thank, thank you for that, Vince. And then the third element of funding that we wanted to speak to everybody about today was traineeships. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, quite exciting, actually. So the, the, the traineeships uh, programme has been around for some time. Again, we may have employers listening who have taken on a trainee, I'm sure, with great success. Traineeships is uh, a bit of Rishi Sunak's Gordon project. It's his baby, really. It's again one of the, his um, big flagship programs announced a couple of years ago and expanded in the autumn. Uh, in fact, in, sept in September, he expanded the program with an extra additional 24,000 places. So, yeah, quite a significant expansion in the back end of this year and into 2022. And the, the program is a skills development uh, program, which is all about getting, again, 16 to 24 year olds particularly those ones looking to to retrain and upskill into our sector into a high quality work placement so at the heart of the traineeship which is quite similar to kickstart but different and certainly different in the extent that it's more work placement focused um there are different components to the traineeship that high quality work placement is key to it so an employer must be able to offer a minimum of 70 hours it can be more but it must be a minimum of 70 hours of high quality work placement 
for each trainee um, as part of the package. Um, the traineeship can last up to a year. Most of the traineeships that are currently out there being delivered by employers don't last that long. Um, they last uh, for a shorter duration. They have to last, Susie, for a minimum of six weeks. So that's a minimum ask uh, for each traineeship programme. Uh, but typically they can last up to a few months and include, as I say, the work placement. But also they will include, again, a fully funded offer at level two and level three. So the trainee at the end of the placement, at the end of the traineeship uh, programme, hopefully is qualified to a level that the employer feels that they can take them on into a job. So again, a bit like Kickstart, it is very focused on job outcomes. It's focused on trying to identify the right people for your business, a try before you buy type approach, which is, you know, again, you can define what the work placement activities look like. You can work with us as the training provider to develop the, the skills delivery that you want to see as part of the, the traineeship offer. And so I always see traineeships as, I guess, the ultimate flexibility in recruitment in terms of getting young people into your business, because not only can you shape the individual learner and trainee but actually as an employer from the outset you can define what the entire program looks like and i think that's that's quite a nice offer actually to employers and that's in terms of the the duration of how long it lasts what's involved where it takes place when it takes place all of those things so again really control over this this particular funded scheme is very much in the hands of the recruiting employer and again hopefully at the end of it the employer will be focused on getting that young person into their business full time. Um, and, and then, as I say, hopefully it's a good scheme for both the individuals and the employer who has uh, looked at their recruitment and used traineeships as a good good way to build up that that pipeline of talent into the into the business. Absolutely. And is there a set amount that the, the, the uh, an employer can apply for? Is it a thousand pound per head? Yeah, so as, as part of the, the government announcements recently, that as you say, there's been some incentivization for employees to get more involved in the scheme. So effectively, for every trainee that an employer takes on, there's a thousand pounds, which can be drawn down after the set minimum 70 hours for the work placement that's taken place. In terms of the limit on that, the limit is up to 10 trainees. So depending on the size of the business, um, obviously we find most most uh, employers look for one or two to begin with and then build it up. But yeah, the maximum you can take on is 10 to draw down effectively £10,000 for that cohort of learners. Okay, thank you very much for that. So in terms of what we've discussed today, then, so there are prim primarily three options here. Um, it would seem that there are some similarities between Kickstart and traineeships. Um, Vince, with regards to kick Kickstart, is there a cutoff when people can apply? There, there is indeed. And so the, the announcements that were made in September were to, to extend the scheme. It was uh, originally due to have finished by now. They've extended it because of some of the demand for additional places. Um, but it is a bit of a time limited offer, Susie. <clears throat> so absolutely, <clears throat> if you want to get involved in this, you've got to get involved now, really, because there are just a few more weeks in terms of getting your applications in uh, to DWP that we can support you with. <clears throat> but yeah, those applications have to be in this side of Christmas, effectively, for anyone to start as a Kickstarter between January and the end of March next year. So yeah, Kickstart is definitely time limited in that sense. The time is definitely, definitely now, Susie, to get the applications in.
Okay, cool. And then if anybody wants any help with that, they can, of course, um, approach you. And I'm sure you'll be able to uh, assist. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. As, as I mentioned at the, the top of the show, Premier Global NESM has been approved within the sector as a gateway organisation. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty adept at supporting employers of all sizes to getting good quality applications, guiding them through the entire application process and recruitment process. So, yeah, that can be done pretty swiftly. And absolutely, we're, we're happy to offer our services for that for that process. Okay, thank you very much. So, Vince, how does somebody get in contact with you to find out any more information if they wish to? Yeah, absolutely. So, obviously, feel free to contact Premier Global NESM via all the, the usual routes if you're already linked into us. If you're not, more than happy to, to take individual calls and emails uh, and contact and, and follow those up with employers if there's interest in any of these schemes to help get you involved. Um, I'll give you my email address, actually, Susie. That's probably the best way. Um, my please. email is... Yep. My email is uh, vince.glover at premierglobal.co.uk. Thank you very much, Vince. It's been really, really interesting. And hopefully we will get some some uh, people approaching us because, as I said at the top of the show, we do love our sector. And it is, although it has been a challenge over the last 18 months, it is very much a wonderful sector. And with health and well-being more important than ever, um, we really want to get uh, as many people back into the industry as we possibly can. Uh, it's been lovely to speak to you as always. And I do believe you have got the best podcast voice ever. Um, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure, Vince. Thank you, Susie. Thanks for the opportunity. And hopefully, as I say, we've we've got um, employers interested today from today's podcast to find out more. If you do want to find out more, make contact, get in touch with us, and we'll support you to access all of this uh, funding into next year. Thank you, Vince. Thanks, Susie. All the best. Bye.